1: It's, uh, it's holiday time. We, we've already uh, talked at length about the fact that, you know, very, very well, by the time you're listening to this, uh, you may have, you may either be preparing or recovering from eating your performative holiday meats. Uh, although, you know, hopefully in <laughs> the safest possible context, given that, you know, the CDC said, hey, guys, you really shouldn't travel at all. Uh, you know it's uh, that has scuppered my Thanksgiving plans. Uh, I will now be uh, not heading home to Louisiana uh, mm-hmm. as as previously thought. But
2: you're still going to prepare a performative meet, though, right? Oh,
1: I mean, uh, in some form or fashion, I'm going to. I'm you gonna make go a through. 15 pound turkey for yourself. I'm gonna drive down to Charlottesville and <laughs> oh, <laughs> hang wonderful. out with my brother, who has also been. You know, uh, uh, something of a hermit with his law school roommates, uh, so, so no, I will not be making a fifteen-pound turkey for myself, uh. But, you know, it also, you know, Thanksgiving is the gateway into wintertime. You know, sure, it's, it's the the point, it's the point at which. I start to lose the moral high ground on whether or not it's acceptable to play Christmas music. Uh, And uh, for a lot of people, it is a time that would bring a a magical phenomenon that I don't know shit about, uh, but that I think certainly at least one of you and maybe all three of you have experienced at some point in your lives, the snow day.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think to—I mean, I certainly have experience, and I think Kevin's similar. Kevin grew up more west of, of DC Metro, so he probably got more snow than me. But we were kind of in that sweet spot of—whereas in the more northeast, they actually prepare for things, and, and for— us I think it was like oh what It snowed oh well I guess we're going to Miss, miss a, a week of school um, And you always knew that that was A possibility so that was pretty Exciting um, whereas Max I think that, that probably didn't Happen for you unless it was so bad That it was actually not fun for you Like you couldn't go out and enjoy it Because cause they are kind of prepared there
2: Um, I th- You can always go out and enjoy the snow As a as a kid um, It was pretty rare for a snow day to be announced prior to the morning of the day. Mm-hmm. Because a snow day was only really announced if it was actively snowing so hard in the morning that they couldn't prep the roads. But to your point, it was never like, I you know, I've heard stories of Virginia where it's like, oh, the s- school's been closed for a week. Like, that was never the case. I, c- I can't remember, I honestly can't remember a single time where we got more than one snow day in a row. Um, mm-hmm. We did get ice days sometimes um, where it was just so cold. Or wind days. I, wind days can happen anywhere, but ice days where it was just so cold that they just couldn't treat all of, the, like, the ice. Um, like, if too many people slipped on the stairs up to the school. But even then, I only remember, like, one or two ice days. Um, but we certainly had our our fair share of snow days, the classic kind.
0: Sick. Yeah, I mean, so because I lived in the... Uh, the overprotected bosom of of traditional northern virginia for much of my upbringing um you know i think compared to kevin they were probably overprotective of of my lot just because we were you know we couldn't we can't handle things like the cold or or the chance of snow during the day uh you know kevin for for all i know uh out out west a bit you all didn't really have this phenomenon of it might snow so we're not going to go to school today it's you all are tough you, you know you're you're from Front Royal you can handle it
3: yeah it's actually the opposite um, we had so the what would happen is so it's a pretty rural environment and so there are a lot of really long bus routes so like the bus may need to go like an hour one way and there are a lot of mountains, so if they can't get one bus up a mountain, they have to cancel school for everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me- <Yeah>. Meanwhile,
0: Sean, <laughs> you- I feel like you've had the very opposite, not just in the warmth uh, inhibiting snow, but also <laughs> the opposite of a mountain. You actually lived in a below sea level valley. I, I did. I-, I I lived in a bowl for the
1: first 18 <laughs> years of my life. Uh and so that that lends itself uh that lends itself to different kinds of days like so obviously I didn't have snow days because functionally there's really no winter in New Orleans or at least nothing that anyone from anywhere else would recognize as a winter there's kind of uh like a a nine month summer and a three month fall mm-hmm and the fall is from like Thanksgiving until Valentine's Day. And then the entire rest of the year it is uh it ranges from warm and humid to sweltering and humid. Mm-hmm. Uh but we did have hurricane days. <laughs> uh and and, you know, the the funny thing about that is that Hurricane season happens to coincide with the beginning of a school year. It runs from June yeah. until November, so, uh, or at least it, it did before. It did, but did before rampant climate change uh, probably extended it <laughs> and also made it so there's now going to be 11 billion hurricanes every year uh, until we all die. Um, so. I you know i i i have I have no snow day memories you know it it snowed once or twice when I was in school, but it you know it never really snowed enough in New Orleans for it to be like a school closing kind of thing it would there'd be like a little bit that would stick on the ground for an hour or two uh and so we would all just kind of like get up from our desks <laughs> and walk outside and gawk at it for a little while before going about our lives but I also have. Some pretty vivid memories of, uh, like on multiple occasions, schools closing and eva- like evacuating, you know, for for a hurricane. I mean, I mean, Hurricane Katrina was the first, like, the first weekend of eighth grade for me, and um, mm-hmm. uh, it like it hit over a weekend, so like we left. They closed school. I want, I hope I have my timing. I don't, I don't know that I have my timing exactly right, but I want to say they closed school on, like, a Thursday and Friday. They had the mandatory evacuation, uh, like, Friday night into Saturday, I th- think. And, and it hit around that time. And so my family, like, we were in a hotel room in Houston, and then things started to get bad on Monday when it kind of just sat over the city and dumped rain for hours hours yeah. <clears throat> uh but that was i mean that was far from the only time um uh, that was far from the only time that i i had a, a day of school or more canceled because of a hurricane and mm-hmm. funnily enough then in houston where my siblings and i and several other people went to uh school for that semester hurricane rita showed up and so we actually wound up getting a day off of Replacement school for <laughs> Hurricane Rena. <Rita. laughs> so yeah. so it was like nesting Hurricane Days, so, uh, which was that was a, a kooky experience, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and and I think that you know one difference in the Hurricane Days is that you know, snow it's, days it's actively trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah, you can go out and, and snow will kill you, ice will kill you. Let's let's give credit where credit is due to those uh, natural phenomena, sure. but. But you cannot go out and enjoy a hurricane the way you can go out and enjoy the snow. Um, you don't take pictures of your children out in the hurricane. That's just not how it works. But but I think that, you know, assuming it is not really scary and, and deadly, these, these weather phenomenon, and if they're not knocking out power, there has been some discussion now as we move to a virtual format through school, um, whether those will continue to exist. Uh certainly this year, maybe beyond that. Um, you know, some school districts across the country have said, yeah, of course we're not gonna have snow days anymore because you're online anyways. Snow outside is not affecting your connection to the internet, basically. Whereas others, and I I think this is what you know we'll get into here, is have said that no, we're gonna keep the snow days because they serve a purpose, which is weird to say that a weather phenomenon that you can't control serves a purpose because you can't really plan specifically for it, but you can plan generally for the the occurrence. So, I mean, Max, as as our our closest thing to a, a snow expert here, and someone with a little bit of insider knowledge and what an educator thinks uh, as far as the snow days uh are concerned you know what is the dilemma the baseline dilemma with maybe the elimination of snow days um
2: well first of all we can we can hit that head on that i think you're right um now that schools are more capable of teaching remotely um and on a whim once they're once they they know that they can do that um I know that some schools are probably going to just eliminate snow days altogether. Um, It sounds like my brother's school is probably going to eliminate snow days. I think that there's two different perspectives on that. There's the perspective of the students and perspective of the teachers. Um, I think putting myself in the students' shoes, like, as a kid, I always looked forward to potentially having snow days. Like, maybe you're just less patient, but you always just wanted your time off. ASAP, and you didn't care if days were tacked on at the end of the year. Um, I think as a teacher, maybe you would understand and look forward to your your year ending at the same time, no matter what. But also, I'm curious if eliminating snow days would also get rid of that kind of window where they don't need to tack days on at the end of the year. Um, So I, I don't actually know how that would work, but... Um, I know for us, like, it was, you know, the first some number, the first, what, five or seven snow days don't tack days on to the end of the year. Those were just, like, free days, and then after that, you were tacking days on in the summer. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think there's there's something to be said for getting rid of them. I I, I have a very fond memory of, you know, waking up at 7 a.m. and looking out the window, or waking up at maybe probably earlier than that, like 6.30, looking out the window and just seeing snow bucketing down. And then maybe even turning on the TV and watching the little ticket scroll by on the local news for all the different school districts and to seeing, like, the neighboring town's districts and it's like, this district, like, two-hour delay. This district closed. And you're like, come on, come on. And then, you know, is there's, yeah. there's some fun to that as a kid. And then, for me, I would always go back to sleep, but I'm sure some kids, you know, stayed up and watched cartoons for hours. Um, I think there's some sadness in missing that.
1: <laughs> I think not only is there some sadness in in missing that but like I, uh, this is this is i think what what pierce is getting at uh, in that it, it's something that you can't plan for but that there's a benefit to like mm-hmm. uh, we all we all need a goddamn break sometimes
0: yeah. yeah yeah and we come at fucking six thirty in the morning excuse my french but that's that's appropriate here
1: yeah, we we all we all need a break, and ki- you know, kids who are are trying to, uh, you know, haul their way through. We're still trying to haul their way through Zoom school. Like there, are, there are places where students haven't been in a classroom in eight months now, and um, having having gone through. Now I have I haven't been in a classroom in eight months, and having having gone through that in grad school, I am stir crazy. I'm 28 years old and mm-hmm. a relatively self assured person, so the thought of trying to navigate that as like a 14 year old, uh, I can't like. Uh, i would have spontaneously combusted by now like it, it just it can't handle I, I couldn't have handled that and yeah. so you know the these these unexpected these unexpected days off are not just like a fun thing but like they are they are such a release valve where you just oh, man, I, I don't have a care in the world today. I was expecting to have several cares in the world today, but now that's all changed. And we just all need that really badly. Everyone, yeah, on, I, everyone on Earth, like, we could use a global snow day right now. <laughs> I, we yeah, that's probably why use I'd a be snow speed the... at this point. Like, we should all just take 2021 on sabbatical.
2: Ooh, that's tempting.
1: Right? right it is very tempting yeah Um, uh, so so i think that even even like outside of concerns about like whether you have to tack on a day of school at the end of the year like you know maybe that's worth it maybe that's worth it or maybe we just if you miss if you miss one day of algebra is that maybe okay <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like whatever, yes, Kevin. whatever you learned on the last day of your seventh grade algebra class, like you probably haven't referenced it again in your life if you're our age now. So whatever, this is a this is a horrible message to be sent. Is this is, a, this is a, <laughs> I, this stance has really gotten away from me. <laughs> Someone else should yeah, talk well, to so Stop digging myself this hole. <laughs>
3: yeah well i think you're right with the the first part of it which is that the unexpected releases is, is what's good like if you don't have any homework to do if, if there's like an extended weekend generally there's still like homework to do or you know there's like some family activity plan or whatever whereas with this it's just like no i, I can't even do something even if i want to like it's uh, the only thing i can do is go play in the snow and like another great thing about it like growing up was that okay like Basketball practice would be canceled, so I didn't have to worry about like going and running sprints in basketball <laughs> practice. So it, it's just, <laughs> it would be like just the one day where oh, you man. you don't really have to have to, like no one's allowed to make you do anything. You don't know, like you don't have to worry about not doing anything because there's nothing to do. Yeah, it, I,
2: well, short of having to go shovel and things like that.
3: Well, sure, um, but that's why I definitely wouldn't mm-hmm. want. If, if schools want to get rid of the snow day, like I would at least hope they just don't do anything synchronous. Like mm. send them a send them a problem set to do, but like I don't know. Well, let them go. Play, uh, let them go play out in the snow.
0: Yeah, I, I think Kevin, you've hit you've hit on an important part that I did not realize. And and I would say it's very much akin to if you have a meeting that is canceled as an adult. Uh, that that is a really exciting feeling because the thing about the meeting is you prepared for the meeting and then there's no meeting so it's just kind of kicked, that can is kicked down the road um, and the other thing is, by not having this meeting, or not having this day of school, there are no additional action items, there are no additional problem sets, and I think that that is in some ways the the best part is is not only that okay, I'm not going to have that quiz today because that quiz is going to come d- down the road that you prepare for or you're still going to have to turn that paper in, but there's no additional work that's added on. So if we're talking about this in terms of some people call them mental health days and an unplanned day of leave or something like that, the the release and the joy is in in some ways that that is one day where I have not been given an additional burden. And you know, in this, and I really do feel terrible for for students right now who are being asked to learn in these. Non-ideal circumstances, uh, and then they have to go home after they've been going to school, and they're getting kicked and bounced around. Meanwhile, if you want to go eat French fries in a restaurant, uh, you know, chomping with with your mouth open and breathing on other people, you can continue to do that. But the kids are the ones who, you know, in New York City, Tuesday night they said, "Don't come in Wednesday for the foreseeable future." Um, you know, they deserve a break. They, I think, they deserve a day where they go. You know what? We're not going to add any more to your burden, and I think that that's what's really nice about a snow day, is the you, you know a thing that you can't plan for that is that are, is is a release, a, an unexpected joy is really great for a kid.
1: Yeah, and and I think you know you you bring up mental health days, and like it that's it's a it's a relatively new, at least as like a popular phenomenon, but those are really important. Uh, because there are just, you know, there are eight billion stresses of of life in 2020 that we didn't know about in 1960. And that's fine. That doesn't mean that no one's life was hard in 1960. It doesn't mean, you know, life is totally unbearable. Now we just, like, we think about more and different things. And yet at the same time, like I've never taken a mental health day, and as I think about it now, I realize that part of what that, part of the reason for that, uh, I can tell you that none of the reason for that is that I have never been like stressed out and overwhelmed enough to need a mental health day, but uh, part or all of it is that the particular way that I'm wired and that my temperament works, you know, having having to like having to put that on wax and say mm-hmm. i'm taking this mental health day from from work uh, would arguably cause me more stress than it relieved because well, i'd be you've... you know it's just, you feel like well shit why am why am i the one who who gets this benefit today while my teammates or colleagues or whatever you you know whatever you call the people that you you do the thing you do with like they're all still whacking away at it and and so like that I think is perhaps for me is like a particular part of like the the things that stress me out that that make the mental health day a unique minefield for me but Mm -hmm the idea of the snow day and like the unexpected jubilee moment, like the blank slate moment for everyone is that mm-hmm. n- no one, no one has to, s- you know, nobody's going to ask for it. You yes. know, there's no, there's no opportunity for someone to say, mm-hmm. Oh, are, are you maybe, you know, for, for a, a perhaps ill intentioned manager to say, no, 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 are you, are you maybe just kind of trying to knock off work? Like, well, you know,
0: yeah, and and you've hit on something that like has not occurred to me before, and is very powerful, is that we and I think a lot of other people um, don't don't have the the grace to kind of admit our weakness in, in a moment of, of weakness and and weakness seems like a harsh term, but that's because we associate this really terrible things. If you're not feeling good, you're probably not going to give it your all. And, And you should have the grace to let yourself go for a time. And we should be able to respect that. I don't know. I mean, I've certainly learned a lot in the four last four years about not being able to express your feelings and the toxic masculinity in that, and not being able to say, Hey, I'm having a weak moment right now. Um, but but that should be what those mental health days are. Is like you say, like yes, I need this time for myself. I didn't know last night that I needed it, but um, it's unplanned. It is unplanned, and I and I definitely see it work. People don't have this capacity to admit in an unplanned moment. You can't schedule mental health days. I think I,
1: I'm halfway there with you, and and I, the faces that we're all making suggest to me that I think we're we're all kind of on the same page about this, which is like. Yes, but also, not having the grace to admit your weakness is probably not really the thing because the because there's an aspect of that that you can't control. Is yeah, it's not about it. It's not so much about whether it's not. At the very least, it's not just about whether you have the grace to admit your you know, that you are are having a a tough day that needs attending to, mm-hmm. it's that inherently when you do that, there's a whole chain of other people that then yes. get to react
3: yes.
1: to mm-hmm. that admission. And some of them are in a position where they can react in a way that inhibits you. And so it's not, I don't think it's like, you know... I'm not self-aware enough, or or I'm not confident enough. Like there's a, a like a fear aspect to it.
0: Well, and that that gets into the 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 mistranslation of hell as other people. Hell is worrying <laughs> about what other people think, and I think that's there is like we should all be able to respect one another's you know last. Sec- I mean, no one says anything, and and not no one says anything if you're like I have to take day off. My kid's sick. Like we under it, like we all understand that, but if you're like I am having issues. I need to take this day off last second. You're thinking about, oh, what does everybody think? I wonder what's going on. Are they sick? Is something wrong? Or are they just knocking off, as, as you said? Um, and, and so, I mean, getting back to the snow day, um, unfortunately, in a lot of aspects, you know, by leaving it up to a natural phenomenon, no one asks questions. But it functions in a, in a similar way, which is like, you realize, you know what? Didn't Last night I went to sleep. I expected to have a normal work day, a normal school day today, but I'm not having it, and I get to enjoy not having it. Um, and I think it, again, yeah, functions in very much the same way, which is a day of not adding to the burden, um, unplanned. Mm-hmm. And I will
2: shout out, I mean, my company has done something kind of similar. I know that people, especially during the pandemic, have had trouble – not trouble necessarily, but people are taking less time off across the board um, probably because people have fewer vacations, fewer places to go and then that feeling that Sean is kind of describing kicks in where you almost feel either guilty taking time off because you don't have anything to do with that time And so my company has given us um, a handful of of surprise days off, including the day before Thanksgiving where they just announced you know a week or two prior, hey, we're not open the day before Thanksgiving. It's a wellness holiday. And they've given us now, you know, six of those or so where they keep just saying, Hey, kind of, and it's, it is kind of like a, a man-made snow day for a, for an individual company. That's the closest you're going to get, right? Which is the CEO saying, don't work on this day. And it it serves a similar purpose. I think where people don't necessarily have plans for that day because they didn't know it was going to be off. But all of a sudden you don't have that burden of feeling like you're, you're leaving your teammates or, or coworkers on the hook for work because, they're also not going to be working
1: 100% and there that's also like you know I, I think about that approach and then i think about my my former employer back when i was uh when i was a, a working man and not a, a a schooling man uh and they did sort of their their standing policy was sort of the opposite it was the open unlimited vacation policy which on its face well we have that too well so then so then what your but company no is doing is is, is a wash because that is by its nature even outside of a pandemic that is the psychology of the unlimited vacation policy is that people take less vacation when your vacation is a finite resource that you have to use or lose, or even in a case where like you can bank some of it. Like if you, if not all of your vacation days carry over, like you are absolutely at a bare minimum going to take every one of those vacation days that you can't roll over because it would be foolish of you not to. But when there's an open target or when there, you know, when there's that open policy and there's no set target on like, this is how much vacation we expect. Like, It is very easy to get pulled into that cycle that I I described where you're like, man, I don't I don't know my the people on my team are not taking a vacation. Why do I get to take one? And 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 it helps. It helps a lot when you have someone who can recognize that. And like in in my last year there, my 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 last manager said, you know, you are not taking enough vacation. And it's, you know, it's a problem. And she's and like, it is a problem, at least in part, because we know that when people don't take enough vacation, when they're here, they're not always working at their best. And so back before we got acquired by a bigger company that instituted this open policy, we had 17 vacation days. I am essentially ordering you to take 17 vacation days this year. It's like, great, this is wonderful. But that's, you know, I I don't want this to have, for other people, I don't want this to have to rely on the luck of the draw of whether they get a good manager that's looking out for them in that kind of way. Like, abolish open vacation policies. I I don't know, maybe that's what I'm saying. I I don't know. You sound like me. Yeah. (laughs)
2: I kind of like
3: it. Kill time yeah. zones. Oh God. Oh no! I've opened a can of worms. I mean, I that's, that's a, horrible that's a, can, a, can of worms. What have and, I done? And on this that is... note, um... this this is all just making a miss. I had the every other Friday off, and that was that kind of just solves all the problems. I think so. I wish I still had that. But
0: yeah, you. I mean, what can you do, uh, Kevin. That is a great example because I remember that was just. I mean, it was kind of baked in, so you could plan for it. But I, I know that you got a certain type of release because. You know, other people are working, other people are going to school, and you are not, and you are able to enjoy a day that other people are not necessarily enjoying. And I think that's a really good example, too, because when we're all only getting the same days off, you know, the weekend or the day after Thanksgiving or or whatever else... Everyone tries to fit all the stuff in, even if it's laundry and, and, and dry cleaning or, or washing the dishes mm-hmm. and then getting your, your car checked out. But you could enjoy a Friday. Do you wait till the weekend to wash your dishes? No, but I'm sure some <laughs> people do. I, you know, it's just you save up and do chores at there's the more pressure. Yeah. There's totally more pressure over. on the days. That's so yeah. interesting I because I just – when you said that, my
1: immediate thought was – the opposite which is that maybe we've been going about this all wrong we've been really focused on the idea of like the unplanned unexpected day off but maybe the aspect that's really important is the universality of it that even if it's something that's on the calendar that everyone knows mm-hmm. about going in like it's a day for everyone to be off i think i think that's probably more where i come down although as we've discussed this is largely due to my particular tics and neuroses about feeling guilty yeah. about taking being the only one taking day vacation
3: day so well I, you know well yeah with the with with the snow days it's like the well the parents have to stay home now for the for the kids and so even if they do these virtual school days like that's you know the reason they try so hard to keep the schools open is because it's daycare and that's not gonna i'm you know more people can work from home now but I, that's still going to be the primary issue, I think, is that not everyone can.
0: Kevin, the cynic, but also very accurate cynic, and it it
3: bums me out how how true yeah, that is. It's, <laughs> it's not the, it's not the algebra class that Shama talking about. That's not why they. <laughs> try to keep schools going on well i mean starts. kevin
0: what you're talking about is an expansion of government programs and you know some people in a place that i used to live are very much against that and will literally die on that hill but i think what we've learned from this if nothing else is that what we're gonna do is we're all gonna plan each other's uh vacation next year because then they will all be unexpected days off because we <laughs> won't have chosen
1: them just without telling no. each other <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's an excellent idea.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's keep snow days. That's that's my that's my ultimate feeling. Um, I know how much I enjoy a meeting getting canceled, um, even if I was really stressing about that meeting. But um, yeah, I, I mean,
1: the kids deserve it. I mean, there's a John Mulaney bit about how canceling plans is like heroin, and. <laughs> You know, I I not not that I, I any of us can speak to heroin, but like I think the sentiment holds pretty well. It's it is it's a pretty intoxicating feeling to think, "Oh, I have to do something," and then find out, "Oh, I don't have to do that thing anymore." That's
0: amazing.
1: <laughs> so, I just I want that I want that feeling more for everyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't take it away, Superintendent. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, okay. So uh, I think we've we've hit our quota. So we should move on to Pierce is sorry. What are you apologizing for today?
0: Well, <clears throat> so on Saturday I did a thing I haven't done in a very long time. Uh, I went to the mall. Wow. And you might think, oh, he's apologizing for going into a uh, indoor space uh, given given the pandemic. I, and that's not what I'm apologizing for. I think it was pretty safe. I went at like 10 a.m. There was no one there, so you know there wasn't there wasn't the close contact which is dangerous. I was also in and out. I went to Williams Sonoma where there were like three other people in there. It was fine. What I'm apologizing for is that I went to the mall, uh, Lenox Mall, Lenox Square, excuse me, in Buckhead, Atlanta, um, and I talked with some people later in the day outside at uh, like the dog park and stuff, and they kind of looked at me weird, and I didn't know why they were looking at me weird. Um, So let me read from the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Atlanta police are investigating after a fight inside a Lenox Square store escalated into a shooting that sent a man to the hospital Friday afternoon. Few details have been released, but police spokesman Officer Anthony Grant said officers responded to a person shot call and found a man with a gunshot wound to his buttocks inside the new apple store around 3 p.m the store had just opened friday after relocating from another location within the mall so when i went on saturday morning everything was open except for the apple store which is a two-door a two-floor apple store crazy it was beautiful from what i could tell um didn't know why it wasn't open, so people looked at me later and they're like, oh, you didn't know about the guy getting shot in the butt at Linux? And I can't tell you how, this is a very ritzy mall, and very ritzy area of, of Atlanta. Um, so what I'm saying here is that I apologize for thinking I'm too good for local news. Because let me tell you, all politics are local, and you got to be up on that, because people will be like, why are you endangering your life? <laughs> Going to the butt-shooting mall. So, Read your local news. They're dying, and you're not above it.
1: All right. Uh, Pierce is sorry. He has officially jumped the shark, guys. Uh, that
0: That's useful. You should go do your local, you know, listen to your local news. <laughs> so you know why people are like, why did you go to that mall? Oh, my God. Like, I went to Springfield Mall as a youth. I can handle anything. Well, maybe not. <laughs> you're not about this. You're not about this butt shot life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there have actually been a number of shootings at that mall in the past year and now i'm reading about it i'm like oh my, this is very strange um but yeah got got to get those apple watches you know uh okay
1: well yeah so local news is is uh is is good
0: um It's 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 really I mean, admittedly, local news has been shot in the butt in in a lot of other places. I I feel bad for it.
1: I know you The I I shouldn't I shouldn't laugh at at your uh, at your celebration of local news because it really is important and it really is. It is. And it It really is is dying. So part of why you should support local news is so it stays alive longer. Uh, But, you know, the other thing that is good besides local news is big ideas from pop culture. Uh, and that's why we close the show with them every week. Exactly. And uh I I I mentioned uh one one Jonathan Milani uh, a few minutes ago and I was uh having I guess I guess you'd call it a mental health afternoon a week or so ago. Uh or just kind of like I had one of those days where you realize like I'm hitting a wall. I'm not getting anything else done. I might as well take a break for fifteen minutes and and dick around on YouTube, and I happened upon a clip of John Mulaney, and and I think the the you the relatively universal perception of John Mulaney as a stand-up comedian now is him doing these giant shows at like Radio City, wearing impeccably tailored suits and whatnot, um, but. The clip that I found was from him uh, performing on a, a like an alternative comedy show called The Meltdown, wearing a t-shirt like a very normal person, uh, and uh, talking about the HBO series The Jinx, then realizing that there was a 13-year-old girl in the crowd... And then he pivoted, and his whole set became him talking directly to this thirteen-year-old girl, and explaining both the jinx and the O.J. Simpson trial to Lucy, (laughs) the thirteen-year-old girl. And it was just it—it really—it turned the whole afternoon around. It was definitely—I was in a pretty significant rut. And I watched it, and it was just like, it was the best. Uh, you know, he was like talking about, he talked about Cato Kalin, and he talked about the undeniable charisma of Robert Durst. It was just like, it was so, it was so funny. Uh, and, and I realized that he was coming from a place where he was probably, uh, you know, close to her age when the OJ trial happened. So, that was, like, 94... It was 94, 95. The chase... The car chase was in 94. Um, Is he that old? He's age old. He's, he's in his 30s. He's in his uh, upper half of his 30s. Nigh on 40.
0: I'm i I'm doing some research here.
1: Um, And I think I have that right. Uh, But anyway
0: he oh had... uh, yeah he's he's older than lebron so okay. he would have been 13
1: yeah or or there so i i knew at the very least that he was a kid wouldn't happen but it was just like it was funny it was funny to realize that he was talking to this 13 year old about experiencing the oj trial as a teenager and i thought it was it was great it was delightful and and you know uh, usually youtube's recommendation engine just tries to turn you into a right-wing radical uh, but this time it really did me good, so uh, I'll mm. I'll put a I'll put a link in the show notes. But uh, if you don't want to bother to read that, you can go to YouTube and search John Mulaney meltdown, and I'm pretty sure that's you know that'll take you there. Uh, but yeah, it's uh it it's good and it's good fodder for when you're really hitting a wall in the afternoon, or hmm. uh, given the timing of you know of when now is uh if you need to take a break and and get away from uh whatever the 2020 socially distanced version of the uncomfortable political argument at thanksgiving is uh so you're you're welcome for that i suppose uh, all right that is the end of the show you can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com or you can subscribe to the podcast feed on your uh, device and podcatcher of choice. If you do that, please leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. But just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening.